Hello and welcome to the next episode of Connect, Inspire, Create, inspirational conversations for midlife woman business owners. Our topics on the show include entrepreneurial journeys, others have navigated, talking about mindset, motivation and work-life balance, along with marketing advice for your lifestyle business. I am your host, Carol Clegg, known as your accountability biz coach. I love helping global women in midlife take action. So on to our show. This week we are chatting with Heather Fusilia. She is known as Healthy Heather and she is a National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach. She also holds credentials as a Certified Tobacco Treatment Specialist, a Certified Running Coach. You'll hear her share more about something fun that not many people know about her. And she is an author, trainer and employee well-being consultant who specializes in helping people live healthy, balanced lives. Heather shares that as a health and fitness enthusiast, she came to professional coaching after years of finding herself in the role of cheerleader for others seeking greater health through life balance. And she now works professionally with clients to achieve a range of goals, which include weight reduction, stress management, life balance, and tapping into that incredible power of visioning, proper goal setting, and achieving progress and not perfection. I hope you'll enjoy this episode as she ties these all together for you. She also shares that she hasn't always been the healthy Heather. She used to be overweight, stressed out, and fed up, and she felt like she did everything right but could never achieve her fitness goals. She looks absolutely gorgeous now, so if you could see the visual, she's obviously found the answer to find what works. She said she realized she took a pity party and then realized she missed her healthy goals, so she decided to flip that around and look at it differently. She lost the weight, gained the energy, balanced her life, and quit her job as a nonprofit manager so that she could help others do the same thing. So with that, it is on to the conversation. Welcome. Hi, Heather. Hi, Thanks. thank you for having me today. I am excited. This topic, I think, is going to resonate so well with our audience. So welcome to those that are here to join us in the conversation. Heather Fusilier. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. You got it. You nailed a it. French turn to it. I'm excited for you for everybody that's listening to us today to learn more about healthy living. So Heather shares that the success of her clients and partners is her passion and helping others live healthy in its, is its own reward for you, Heather. It is. It really oh, is. Lovely. Well, now onto the conversation. I know that Heather recognizes that each of us is unique, and I think that is so important, and that you offer a customized plan. It isn't a one-size-fits-all managing your health based on your own priorities, your goals, your lifestyle, and your needs. And that's what we're going to dig into. So I know that there are going to be some nuggets and some note-taking that others might want to do. But before we get into that, Heather, I'd love to ask you to share a fun fact that people might not know about you. And I know that's not always the easiest question to answer, but I'm sure you've got something to share. 
Well, gosh. Okay. A fun fact. So fun is a relative term. I don't know whether anybody else will consider to this to be fun. Um, I don't know that I disclose very often in my printed like biographies that are on different websites, but I'm one of those crazy people who actually enjoys running ultra marathons and running long, long distances. And so fun might be a relative term, but um, that I'm one of those crazy people that enjoys getting up on a Saturday morning and running 17 or 18 miles. And that is fabulous. I mean, you know, talk about getting into a sense of flow in what you do with your creative. And I know that runners actually share, they get into a sense of flow. It's so interesting. We have an Airbnb yurt on our property. And my guest that is checking in this afternoon is here for a race in Albuquerque. And she's coming to, and I don't know what race it is, but she's from somewhere on the East Coast and she's coming to run. And I was just thinking, there's a special group of women, isn't there, that enjoy. What an adventurous woman. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. I want to go hang out in the yurt and and talk all about (laughs) what she's doing this weekend. Yeah, so I'll let her know that we were talking about running because I had, I listened to a little part in one of your podcasts and it just sounds like you have such a wonderful team of women. It keeps you motivated and keeps you going. I really do. Yeah. I Mm. I always say, if you want to run fast, go by yourself. If you want to run long, go with friends. And I have to ask you, do you put your gear out the morning or the night before? Yes, absolutely. I've heard that. I ride horses. I have my own horses. And I, when I I kind of fall off track, and I'm sure some of the things you're going to share with us today will help me, you know, how to apply them in many different ways. It doesn't just have to be running but putting your gear out the night before. Mm -hmm. And I'll get out of bed and put it out. If I'm in bed and I realize that I have not put it out, (gasps) I will get out of bed and put it out. Partly because I don't want to wake my husband up went by my getting dressed and ready for running. And also I want zero hurdles between me and getting out there. Getting out the door. (laughs) I love that. Now, Heather, I know that what we're going to talk about today has become your business. And you had shared that you even quit your job as a nonprofit manager to get into helping people because everybody was always asking you for advice. (laughs) But wearing that business hat, is there a part of your business that you could say, for those that are listening who are either wanting to step into owning their business or who are already there, which part brings you the most joy? The most joy for me comes when I've, I'm working with somebody who has an opportunity to just press pause and I can be a place of, of respite for them. I can be a, a kind of a safe harbor for somebody to come in and get their bearings and reorient themselves in their life and then kind of go back out into what they're working on. And if, if I get to the end of the day and I've had at least one of those moments where I was truly helpful to somebody, uh, that's the best. I mean, that, that feels like, you know, of all the logistics that go into running a business and running a consulting practice, um, you know, there's a lot of things that are operational and there's joy there too. Um, but especially if you're a list item checker offer like me, you know, you can go through the day feeling very accomplished, but the real joy is when somebody's life is easier because of the interaction that we had. That's, that's the best. Absolutely. I can so relate to that. And it just, it does, it infuses you with more confidence and more energy. I think when you know that you've just helped somebody with a little nugget, but let's get into 
I know that now basically you are a national board certified health and wellness coach, but mm -hmm. interestingly enough, you also hold certified tobacco treatment specialist, yes. certified running coach, and then an author. I'd love to share a little bit about your book at the end as well. But let's start off with the first part is how does one figure out priorities in life and how to keep them there? Well, you know, I think it goes right back to, you know, your the question that you you asked a few minutes ago about where does the joy come in and paying attention to where you have joy in your life and what days leave you feeling like you wish you could do it all over again or noticing, you know, I oh, I wish every day could be like this or if only I could have more days like this. I think that's a really kind of a flashing neon sign of, hey, this is something that's really important to you. Maybe it's even a priority. And, and then starting to notice when those things become patterns. Um, you know, sometimes we say that, you know, we make time for what's important. And I think that's true. But sometimes we we don't get to make time for what's important because we're doing you know, other things that are important, but maybe not a priority. So paying attention to when you feel that joy and yes. when you when you realize you've had a really great day, well, what was it about today that made it feel so great? Mm -hmm. And if that if you start noticing that on a regular basis, I'm pretty sure that's a priority. Right. And then what would the next step be if you were taking that priority and going, okay, that that brought me joy. Now, I funny enough was just exploring something yesterday and calling it white space. And making sure that you leave some white space in your day um, and looking. And I suppose, you know, those things that bring you joy, moving them up, I guess it ties in also with values. Mm -hmm. If you look at your own values and not be living somebody else's values. to go, Easier okay. said than done. I mean, absolutely. I, yeah, we social media tells us a lot about how to live and what to be doing. And. So there's some great advice in there, but a lot of it is easier said than done. And so when it comes to that type of thing, I've tried to flip it over a little bit and I put my priorities first. And that sounds selfish. Not at all. <laughs> but it's not. It's actually, I think, really smart because when you get to do something right off the bat that brings you joy and energy, it's a catalyst into the rest of the day. If you save it for after everything else is done, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna get that same, you know, bang for your buck. So Absolutely. I say once you identify what's really important and what's valuable, do that first thing. It doesn't have to be the whole day, but do something in that category every day. First thing. Couldn't agree with you more. To me, that's like filling up your cup so you can pour into somebody else as opposed to you know, the other way around. What hurdles do many people reach and then they go, mm -mm, okay, I'm in that comfort zone and I, you know, they can't move out of it. Um, the, the, the blocks, I suppose, that come in this way of trying to get healthy, trying to lose weight. Well, there's various areas. Sometimes de it depends on your life circumstances. A lot of times the, the people that I'm working with are, are parents who get to the point where they feel like they're not spending, they should be spending their time focused on their children before mm -hmm. themselves. And that is a totally valid feeling. I'm a mom and I want to be present with my kids and my husband as much as possible and enjoy every moment that we have together. 
but I wouldn't necessarily say that that I am willing to put myself to the side in order to have that. Um, you know, I think there's a balance there of being able to to ask yourself, what do I need so that I can be present? Right. And so I see that there's a um, a a common barrier with people feeling guilty mm-hmm. for taking time. And then another common barrier is getting to the end of what they know, you know, like right. getting to the end of what they know how to do. And then it's just, it's just really a matter of sometimes fear, you know, of right. can I do the next part or unknown? I don't know what the next part is. And right. sometimes that's enough to stop somebody in their tracks for a while. Yeah. And I would, you know, to me, what I'd like to add into that is communication. If you communicate your schedule with your loved ones and go, I just need this first hour in the morning from six to seven, that's my time or end of the day. Can you just give me that space? And perhaps in return, asking them, you know, where is your me time? Because I find I have to encourage my husband all the time. It's like, you know, we women talk about taking self-care. We talk about looking after ourselves so we can pour into others, but men also need to say, this is carve out this time and go, this is for you. You know, everybody does. Mm. And especially for parents of children who are worried that it's going to feel or appear selfish to take that time for themselves. I prefer to, I try to remind myself that I'm actually modeling good adult behavior. I was just going to add that on and say, isn't that, if you said to your kids, you know, you'd like some me time, when are you, tell me, <laughs> right? you know, how wonderful, because they could take that with them later in life and remember. I want my boys, I have boys and I want my boys to know that everybody needs time to themselves. Everybody deserves to have time for themselves and that women and moms, <laughs> you know, need time for themselves too, so that they don't have an unrealistic expectation of, you know, their partners later in life of, you know, what, what their availability is going to be to each other. Mm -hmm. And one way that I try to get that into our lifestyle now is um, having a Sunday at our Sunday night dinner, um, going through the calendar for the week ahead and making sure that everybody's aware of what everybody's got going on. Mm -hmm. I feel like it helps to build awareness um, among my kids that we all have stuff happening. Right. And also empathy for the amount of logistics it takes to make sure that everybody gets to do what they want to do during right. the course of the week. Yeah. Yeah. That it's a team effort. It, it doesn't just happen. And each, each one is important. Each one mm-hmm. is, is part of that team. You spoke about a vision statement, and I know, you know, we probably write vision statements for our business and vision statements. How does that tie into, especially from a health point of view, how would a vision statement tie in to help you set goals? It's the foundation for me. The first thing that I want to find out when I'm working with a with a one-on-one client is, you know, what it what is what do you want? You know, what's mm. what's your life vision? And going through the process of identifying not like your vision for the rest of eternity. You don't need to right. plan that out. You know, but like let's let's talk about the next year or so. Like what mm-hmm. would you like to be what would you like your life to be like a year from now? And the reason why that's important is just like in business, you're going to go, that's going to be the place from which all of your goals originate. Mm-hmm. 
So if you start finding yourself setting goals that aren't connected to the vision, then you're getting off track and you're going to find yourself out in the middle of nowhere, not sure how you got there. Right. And so your health vision is, in, is really kind of your happy place of like, this is what I'm working towards. And most importantly, this is why I'm working for it. And then if you want to take it the next step further, making a visual representation of it, like a visual board that you can look at to help yourself conceptualize, how do I know when I've, when I've got right, it? Right, right. But what is your thought when somebody says to you, I hang on to clothes that I can't fit into, <laughs> but my vision is X and they've done their vision board with you. And now I'm just tying that into, you know, you 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 keeping pictures or you maybe have made a Pinterest board or done something visual. Um, where did the, the clothes play into that, keeping clothing? Oh, gosh. That's such an interesting perspective because our clothes and what we choose to hang on to is so, there's so many layers there. I I would be curious to know, um, tell me about your life when you were wearing these clothes. What was life like then? You know, why is this? Why do you want to keep this? And what does it represent to you? What was going really well for you then? Right. You know, what? How did you feel about yourself then? I love that association. I hadn't even thought of it as that. I kind of think of it more as not a punishment, but a like you used to fit into that, so get it together, <laughs> and you'll fit into it again. But but that part of am I holding on to it because it had a beautiful association? Um, so there's two different ways of, of definitely of looking at that, you know, and I'd also want to know, like, how long ago did this fit you? You know, are we talking 15 <laughs> years or are we talking last spring? Because that's going to be like, you know, if it's something recent, then, you know, okay, well, let's just, let's put things in motion so that this fits mm. you again and you feel good. And then again, if we're talking about something 15 years ago that used to fit and you're trying to imagine yourself back there, then I'm curious about, well, what is it about this time that was so exciting to you that that you were doing and thriving so well? How can we recreate that for you at the level of life you are now? Love that. Love that. I mean, yeah, bringing the positive part of that and bringing that memory along and then moving into new as opposed to beating yourself up. Is that something that you find that clients do a lot of, I'm sure. Yeah. And what I'm, what I want to get to is how you feel because how we feel is our reality. And if we can figure out what was it about when I was wearing those jeans, what was I doing in life? What was fitting well into my lifestyle? Where was I thriving? What was going well? I don't necessarily need to fit into that particular pair of jeans in order to to live like that again. Right. Yeah. We can and so if you habits. can get those habits back in place, you start to feel good. When you feel good, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Right. And I guess that ties right into our next question you shared, you know, how do I create habits that stick through the different seasons of life? And, um, you know, certainly to midlife women, there, there are different habits that I have now to what I used to have. Um, but yeah, how do we create habits that help us through these different seasons? Stay where it's fun and you're curious. If you're not having fun with it, you are not going to keep doing it. And that doesn't mean that every day is you know a day at the fair, 
but you know, you stay where you're having fun. It's rewarding. And you're curious about what else you could do. And when you have an, when you're trying to establish a new habit and you keep it into the category of fun and joy and curiosity, that's something that you're going to want to continue going back to every day to get that reward of this is fun. I did it again. Right. I'm smiling again. I feel great again. If you're trying to force yourself into a habit where you are not reaching the goal, you're feeling like you're out of your comfort zone in a bad way, that's just the type of thing that isn't going to last. So I say stay where it's fun, especially for women right. in the second part of life. I mean, just have fun with it. If you're yeah. not having fun, find something next. Right. And just move that, move on to something else. So important because it's the fuel for us. Mm -hmm. If you're beating yourself up, we have enough negativity in our lives to not add extra ones onto that. Heather, I know that you have a book Mm -hmm. and it's called Happy Healthy You Breaking the Rules for a Well Balanced Life. And it's a 52 week guide to discovering your path on your terms. That is so wonderful that you have. 52 weeks is just perfect to keep you accountable. (laughs) (laughs) How was that writing your book? Was that quite an experience? It was. It was a lifelong dream, and I'm ecstatic to have actually done it. I'm still a little bit kind of shocked that there's a book that you can buy on Amazon or Barnes & Noble that they'll mail to you and you can read it. And it's (laughs) that's just amazing. But the book came together as um, a compilation of essays that I had written over a period of years. And I decided to select my favorites and put them into a, a book that is essentially one for every week of the year. And then I've added on some reflection questions and journaling prompts and um, so that you can take one every week in the year, of course, can begin whenever you want it to. Um, to just read, consider, ponder, you know, determine whether it's something you want to implement into your life, or you could read the whole thing in one day. I don't care. I just think that it's a good opportunity. I mean, the whole thing is called breaking the rules for a well-balanced life. So you do it on your terms, whatever's fun for you. That is perfect. And congratulations, by the way, on, on achieving that dream. So the link to the book will be in our show notes. And I know that you also have a new client assessment form. I'll pop that in the show notes so that people can connect with you. You offer, I've got your real change requires real change. So you have a 12-week coaching package Mm -hmm. that helps you commit to your health. And that's just perfect. That three months gets you gets you going and I'm sure it gets to see some results. So I'll make sure that all the links are in the show notes. It's um heathersolveseverything.com. Heather solves with an S everything.com. Mm-hmm. So make sure yes. that you pop down into the show notes and then Heather, the best place to find you on social. Heather solves everything. That's my name on Facebook and Instagram. It's the name of my podcast. And so if you just look for Heather solves everything, you will find me. Lovely. All right. Wonderful. Leaving our listeners with one first step to start. What would that be? Hmm, just Show yourself some some compassion and and show up as a friend to yourself. Um, you know, partnering up for adventure and curiosity. You know, you've gotten this far in life, 
and clearly you know what you're doing. So you've got everything that you need to be successful. It's just a matter of showing up to be your own teammate and have fun with it. Love that. Love that. Well, Heather, thank you for joining me today. Our conversation was wonderful. I am super inspired. I'm going to take a look at your book and look forward to connecting on social. So our guests that have listened to this episode, if you have enjoyed what you have listened to, we invite you to share it with your friends because I'm sure there is somebody out there that this could be just the perfect conversation for them. So thanks again. Bye-bye. Thank you, Carol. It's been a pleasure. I am your host, Carol Clegg, known as your accountability biz coach. I love helping global women in midlife take action. And I call it creating a lifestyle business, one that is geared towards creating a sustainable and pleasant work-life balance rather than solely focusing on profits and working too many hours. There can be joy and flow in the process. I'm here to help you find simple systems that work for you, for goal setting, marketing, and time management. And as your accountability coach, I help you track the progress. Not sure where to start? Book your complimentary 30-minute discovery call and take away your mind map along with a productivity checklist. Find me at carolclegg.com.